Hi everybody, welcome to Agitator. Gus's birthday edition. Gus's birthday edition. Yeah, it's his birthday tomorrow. That's very exciting. We're gonna... I'm looking for one of those kid places that has ball pits and, you know, ladders and shit. He can't really do any of that, but I can sort of assist him with it, so... And then we're yeah, probably gonna get some... We can get some ice cream after that. It's a pretty pretty good system. I love how babies' first birthdays are always like, we're gonna go to uh, Dave and Buster's and uh, I'm gonna get <laughs> plastered. That's um, right. That's right. Because he's gonna remember none of this. <laughs> yep. Man, sometimes I wish I still drank. Today is one of those days. But. I don't know. It's uh, it would it would be nice every once in a while to just like drink a couple beers at night and fall asleep, but because you know it's chill this morning, and I'm fuck I'm fucking tired because I stayed up late writing last night, and so I'm kind of like I'm I'm beginning to think. So I've been uh, a heavy drinker and I've been sober mostly for a year or almost a year and a half now. I was sober completely for. 14 months and then I've had like three beers since then um, but I was thinking about hangovers and a hangover is mostly just being really tired because I've been so tired sometimes during this uh, parenthood thing that I felt hungover anyway you know what I mean yeah yeah and it's largely dehydration too I drink a yeah. ton of water um, when I drink, because yeah. I can't, I can't stand hangovers. Yeah. And do you you get pretty lit? No, not anymore. I try not to. Right. I. Uh, you just have a few, and you're like, you're good. Yeah. And I like to savor it. I'm a nurser. Everybody's always like, you still nursing that beer? Yes, I am. I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the I'm way to do it. it. That's the way to do it. That's the way I did when I had my few beers. Um, a few months ago, or I guess it was like a month ago, two months ago, I don't remember. Um, that was my thing. I was just like sipping it. I was like, ah, oh, this is nice. It's cold. It tastes like beer. It's good. But um, yeah, no, I don't. Uh, no shade to dads or moms who drink, right? I just, uh, yeah, for me, I, I just don't trust myself to be responsible either during or the day after you know i could see myself like drinking and then being like we're gonna hang gus by his feet from the ceiling he's gonna love it this is gonna be so sick michael jackson style michael jackson style and then the next morning uh, you know i'm dragging ass and he's punching me in the face i have a really good video that i took of him just beating on my face like a drum and then i actually gave him his his toy drum and he like hit it once and then like went right back to smacking me in the face. It's a it's a good video. <laughs> oh my dad nice. slaps my comedy. Check this out, my dad who uh has not seen my son since uh Christmas, even though he lives pretty much down the road. He sent a meme today. He sent Gus a happy birthday meme. Uh Gus's birthday is tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. First of all. Uh, <laughs> and this guy sends a meme. 
but like that's that's just that's my that's my dad that's why that's why i am the way that i am with gus that's why i was so determined once i found out rios was pregnant to not drink and to you know be around and be you know attentive and because my dad is just fucking he is something else man he's not a bad guy he's just uh i think he and i'm not even playing around like i i think he's some kind of autistic because he just he just doesn't get it you know what i mean like he doesn't understand human interactions like he he wouldn't he would be confused if i told him like hey why why haven't you come to visit us like he he wouldn't get it he'd be like what do you mean it's like i sent you a meme (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah no i I have those kind of family members who you know i sent you a card it's like you're you're my mom's father right yeah yeah (laughs) you know i love you yeah yeah Yeah. he's always just really been kind of into his own shit i think he's one of the reasons why i'm a writer because he was always trying to write a fantasy book when i was a kid he'd be at his computer and he would want to be left alone and he would be kind of tapping away at the thing and then whenever he would leave i'd be like seven or eight years old and i'd go in and like fix the text i'd read it and i'd be and i'd think oh no 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 that's not how you do that and i'd start fixing it so i was a little writer slash editor from the jump dude but it was all to get my father to to pay attention to me to like to click you know i have this other memory that sticks out with me i came home from school because i'd won the spelling bee and uh I was really excited and my dad was reading a fantasy book with dragons on it and he was laying in bed and I was telling him about it. I was telling him the whole story of the of the spelling bee and after a while he put the book on his chest and he said I have read the same sentence three fucking times can you please leave me alone and I was like oh so then you know something clicks in your brain and you're like I'm gonna get my father's approval by writing a book then he'll then he'll pay attention to me but yeah. like that has it's a, got a throat demon. There's like, yeah, I know, right? And then I write the books, and he's just like, "Yeah, I don't give a shit." <laughs> I'm not reading that case. But. <laughs> it's like, does it have a dragon in it? And now check it out, bro. I am literally writing a sci-fi fantasy book. The the prophecy is coming full circle. I will get my father's attention. He will pay attention to me. You should dedicate it to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that. Dedicate it to Gus. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'll probably dedicate most things either to Gus or Rios or whatever. Bro, writing is taking off. Our, our mentality of just doing cool shit is the ultimate. Man, fuck, fuck all writer's block books. Fuck all writer's block books just take a notebook with you somewhere or take a hot bath or sometimes you just have to sit there and wait for it to come not on a fuck that if you're doing something i've been blocked on and off pretty much my whole adult life and the reason why i'm so cult-like and starry-eyed about all this shit is because this is the first time that i have not been blocked ever that I can sit down at the computer and legit just start putting words on there. And it's because I'm writing something fucking, it's fucking cool. 
you know? I'm like, this is like the bad, this is a badass book that I would actually want to read. So I'm hyped, dude. I'm hyped. And I, I credit this podcast for that. Yeah, 100%. It's been the Agitator Manifesto. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that was kind of maybe subconsciously, partly consciously, the whole point of the thing, you know? It was mm-hmm. like, what, what do we do? We're just trying to trying to tap that creative vein after years of it just not of the well seeming dry but it was right. just it was just covered up we were just sitting on the lid that's all it was mm-hmm. last so. night I uh, and things come to you when you're writing too so I'm still on the first scene uh, where the these two guys because I always have two characters who are who are buddies and, and one of them's crazy and one of them's normal it's like an Abbott and Costello style situation it's a perfect setup. yeah it's a perfect setup pretty much your straight guy and your uh, like what's the opposite of straight mm, um, a woman woman yeah, there we, yeah maybe oh yeah you always have to have no dude that's what's funny is that my plan is to actually have a woman uh come up onto the roof while these guys are talking or whatever and they talk with her whatever and then uh at the end of the scene like one of the guys just throws her off the roof she like <laughs> hits like every sign on the way down and i was sitting in bed last night because this is also when the ideas start to get churning you know you you basically like more ideas come and i was like it would be funny if this woman just like kept showing up you know every scene so she so she shows up after being thrown off the roof and everybody thinks oh she's dead but then a few scenes later she like shows up to a club in a wheelchair and then i don't know they like shotgun blaster or like she's kenny from south park and she just keeps getting (laughs) getting her ass beat (laughs) but no i was uh i was trying to think of what my guy's weapon would be you know so of course it's a katana, of course. Those are the most badass swords. And I was like, this the katana needs a name. So I was looking up on the internet all the different names for katanas, and there's a website that some uh, anime weeb guy put together. And it's got all these different names for swords, not just katanas, but swords. And there's a bunch of them from from Bleach, which I've never uh-huh. have you ever watched Bleach? Uh, it's one of those I tried getting into, but, um... Isn't that one that, uh, Dirt fucks with? Doesn't he like Bleach? I think Dirt fucks with Bleach. Uh, Marcus said... (laughs) Marcus was trying to get into Bleach. Uh, No, I think it was Taboo that brought up Bleach, actually. I forget. We have so many black people on the show. Too many. Too many, to be honest. Yeah, we ought to scale it back. I'm sure, you know, (laughs) white people are like, what the fuck, man? This woke-ass... Fucking yeah. liberal podcast. Why there's so many? I hate it when black people are on podcasts. <laughs> they say it in anime voice. <laughs> uh, too many. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 yep, that's gonna be my biography title. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, right. So, Bleach has a bunch of names for it, and it's cool. Some swords are named, you know, Blossom of Death and all that shit. 
And then I just had this idea in my head that the sword would be called Vanishing Twin, which, you know, is like the syndrome where there's two kids in a womb and one mm. fetus eats the other one. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm going to have it, the sword do is that the sword has these magical powers. And at some point, like, the sword will start to bubble and, like, another sword that's made out of, like, meat and bone will, like, slop off of the other one. So he'll have two swords. Bro. Like, that's, fu- that's fucking sick, right? Yeah. Did you ever watch Adventure Time? No, I didn't. There is something that somewhat kind of happened, like, is, it made me think yeah. of that. Um, I gotta watch that show, dude, because everybody who I trust who's, like, are, uh, uh, said autistic, artistic, <laughs> really likes Adventure Time. Like, they fuck with it big time. Yeah, yeah, I just rewatched the whole thing, because uh, I wanted to show it to Rowan. I was just like, fuck, this show is good. I would put yeah. it in top five of all time. Damn. Yeah, I gotta watch this shit. It seems tight. I've seen, uh, it's always been on in the background. Like, always, everywhere I go. Target, the fucking military surplus store, uh, the place where I go to pick up my alopecia medicine. It's <laughs> always on in the background. And so I feel like the universe is telling me something. Did you ever watch that Duncan Trussell one? That, uh, where he's like a, uh, a hobbit gospel. or something? Yeah, 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 he's like a little gnome guy. That that show was fucking dope. That was good, too. And that kind yeah. of, like, from what I understand of Adventure Time, that had an Adventure Time feel to it. It's the same artist. Um, much more random. Like, mm-hmm. the Midnight Gospel was very, uh... Well, because it was like a collage project, right? It was like yeah. podcasting and then put right. over animation. Yeah. Uh, Adventure Time, people think it's random. And that was in the beginning. Everybody was like, it's just so crazy, like bizarre, random shit. But it has a, uh, they tie it all together. And it's fucking right. insane. It's like, holy shit. It's like the opposite of Lost, how they were just like firing from the hip and then it totally fell apart. Yeah. It's like Adventure Time is like they might have started firing from the hip and then they were like, wait, what if we actually make this like a very deep philosophical like tome? Right. Sorry, my boy is trying to play with <laughs> the broom. But he's the broom's got, you know, it's got shit on it. It's got shit on the end of it. I use that to sweep the floor. No, you can't play with the broom, dude. It feels good on my teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm using it to brush my teeth. <laughs> Here, let me see if I can find you something that's similar to the broom, but is not the broom. Hold on, let's see. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How about this? Jeez. This is yeah, cylindrical. He sure is. You don't want that thing? He just threw it. He said, fuck that. <laughs> Oh, dude, look, it's, so it's just crazy. like the broom. When they finally get a voice and you're like, oh, damn, that's what you sound like? Right. His voice is cute as hell, man. Uh-huh. He'll, just, he'll just be... He's in the backseat. I dropped off Rios today. He's in the backseat. He's like... Da-da. I was like, what, son? He's like... I was like, oh, right. Yeah, that's true, Bubs. I never thought about it that way. 
<laughs> I can't wait for him to ask me questions. I love answering questions. Uh, yeah, I'm still waiting. Rowan thinks he knows everything. He'll never ask. Damn. He's just like, this is a circle. I'm like, yeah, I could have told you that, but fine, <laughs> Mr. Know-it-all. <laughs> That's hilarious. Don't need me for anything. I see how it is. Is his mom like that? Erica kind of knows everything? Uh, well, she actually does. Um, see how I saved it there? Uh, damn, I thought this dog ran away for a second. I was like, did you just bust through that fence? Dogs are crazy. They don't ever like their neighbors. Like, it's barking at a dog that lives next door. I saw this tweet today where a guy said, uh, I was walking my family in a wagon, and a pit bull approached ready to attack. And so I kicked it in the throat and neutralized the threat. <laughs> I was just like, I don't think you did that, bro. <laughs> walk deep. First, deep? walk in your family in a wagon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't judge. That that's all fine to me. That's fine. Whatever you want to do. I just have a hard time believing that a charging pit bull. I don't know. It just feels like it would be hard to land that kick. I don't know. Maybe if you had a steel-toed boot and you were a big badass motherfucker, maybe you could kick a dog in the throat hard enough to fuck it up I don't know I guess I don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about maybe he really did do that shit dogs I just always I always uh, think people are lying though I always think people are lying about that shit yeah I mean probably but uh nah that is the thing to do I punch dogs all the time is that's and they usually just stop the only dog that never stopped when I just punched it in the face was uh uh psychotic like the vet was like this dog needs to be put down um, I've never punched a dog. Never. I've been around a lot of big dogs, and that's just kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Like, you just gotta do it. it yeah. It's not even a. I, I love dogs. I love pit bulls, but like, uh, yeah, if they come at you, you just punch them in the face. Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, I've never had a dog come at me because I'm a friend to all animals. Well, I say that. I was at the zoo the other day, and. Um, this big old gorilla like charged the fucking glass it was the scariest shit i've ever seen in my life like i ran away like i i had gus and i fucking the the boom of him hitting that glass was terrifying he was i i legitimately thought that this motherfucker was gonna break through the glass and just start fucking tearing people to shreds yeah, you always wonder, like, is this going to be the time, right? It's like, what a oh, way to go, a- though. You know what I mean? Like, you wake up, you think, oh, I'm going to take my kid to the zoo. Next thing you know, like, a monkey is raping your corpse. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> it would, too. They're fucking nasty. Vicious dude, I, I'd be in fucking heaven, because I'm definitely going to heaven. I'd be up in heaven just like, <sighs> tell you what, that I did not have that on my bingo card. <laughs> God's like they still using that meme people do that on Twitter all the time I did not have uh, Joe Biden shits his pants on my bingo card like, I definitely did I did that fucker is dead you see the video where he's getting like uh, led around by the Easter bunny 
<laughs> the white hat. Like, he just, he just looks lost, bro. And the Easter Bunny is kind of guiding him. He's like, oh, go this way. It is it funny. Been, go ahead. It's been the total opposite of the Trump presidency and that, like, it was everywhere. And I've mm-hmm. literally been going about shit like, oh, there's a president? I forget. Right. Like, I, the only time I see him is on stickers at the gas station. Right. Same. I, I did that. I know that's and that's so funny. It's funny how much that triggers people. It's not his fault. It's a complex thing. And then you can just sit back and say, "No, no, it is his fault. He did that. It is his fault." It's definitely not complex. I'll never believe that. Like no. it's always, it, people just decide they want money. They want to game. They agree to game the system and yeah. all make a fuckload of money. It's not complicated at all. Nah, it's not complicated. What, what they've done over here, and I'm like, oh, you motherfuckers. They basically like shot it up to like 420 overnight. What? And then brought it back down to 349. So I'm like, oh. Y'all just want everybody to be like, whew, well, at least it's not 420. Like, Yeah. I was going to say, it's about it's three, ridiculous. yeah, it's 369 here in OKC, which is crazy. I remember when I got my first car, it was a blue 1996 Nissan Quest. It was a van, minivan, that I was uh, really happy to have. And I remember gas was a dollar, a do, like a dollar twenty-one when I started driving. It was crazy. It was low. It might have been higher than that. It might be have been like one seventy, but it was, it was pretty fucking low. Cause I remember I used to, cause my broke sixteen-year-old ass didn't have any money, but I'd need like a gallon to go, visit Rios or something like that, and I would be able to pull change out of like my car seats basically scrape together seven or eight quarters uh-huh. get a gallon so you know so it's still it's still on e but just you you know there's a gallon in there at least yeah <laughs> yeah and uh yeah man fuck i feel bad for kids now you have to find what is three dollars like 20 quarters something like that you have to find a bunch of quarters And then the, man, sometimes I put like a gallon in or I try to cheap it mm-hmm. and like the needle drops. <laughs> the car, the car is offended by you being cheap. It's like, nah, bitch. We know what you just tried to do. I'm actually emptier now than when you first got here. I was so parched that I just guzzled that shit down. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if that was what a car actually did cars were people like the movie car you ever seen the movie cars yeah cars is really confusing mm-hmm. yeah i don't get it at all they had to so, they have to cheat in the movie they have to cheat because the cars don't have hands so they just have invisible hands like they can still do stuff like they have hands but they don't yeah I it's like that was, veggie tails yeah it's like veggie tails exactly what are you, you see, no. Veggie Tales. They were talking. Do they're like in a kitchen, and they're right. talking to human children. T 
teaching right. them the Bible and stuff. Cars is like, where do y'all come from? Yeah, where, exactly. Like, what is this world? But we've talked about this before. When you're making something, I mean, the audacity to make a movie like Cars and to yeah, just right. say, fuck, fuck it. <laughs> this is what it is. There's a, a cool red car. There's a rusty hillbilly car. And there's a... Is there a girl car in Cars? Yeah, she's a Porsche or something. Okay, and then there's a girl car. And it's just a world of cars. That's it. Yeah. No, Yeah. I mean, I fuck with it. Don't explain it at all. Yeah. Yeah. The, the VW bus is like getting high off of organic fuel. Is that real? Yeah. So oh, try wow. some of my organic fuel, man. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I didn't. I have not watched these movies very closely. I watch uh, whenever I turn on a Miyazaki movie for him. I watch that with him. But hell yeah. I don't really pay attention to the Disney ones, but it's not that they're bad. I mean, Mo. I think Moana is really good, actually. Moana is um, pretty good. I like that one. I like Frozen too. I don't know if you've seen that one. No, I haven't seen Frozen 2 yet. Frozen 2 is like Annihilation with a little really? bit of Midsummer. Yeah. Damn. I remember watching it. That I was like, good. oh, these animators, they watched Annihilation and Midsummer, and they were like, all right, we gotta watch, we got to make that gay-ass Disney movie. So right. let's go. Right. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. We, I've also watched Luca, which is about sea monsters in a town in Italy. Uh, all these movies are just I don't know how else to put it they're just fine they don't bother me but they're they're not good but you can just watch them because like shit is always happening yeah and then Encanto is pretty good Encanto's got some bangers for songs Uh, some of that shit got stuck in my head there's this one song with this big muscular chick uh her song is badass, and the the like the music video when she's singing it too is really cool. She's like lifting up boulders and shit. It's pretty I badass. think I pay too much attention to some of these because there's ones like I'll hear like you and Eddie Rathke were also like uh, he was talking big about Encanto and it's like that and Turning Red just made me like angry. I just like hated them. <laughs> yeah, like, see, and it but, didn't bother me. Turning red didn't bother me at all. I was just like, okay, it's fine. It's a big, cute thing. I don't know. It's all right. But uh, but then I felt stupid. Like I really, it, I don't care. Like none of these movies are for me to like or dislike. Yeah, it would be weirder if you were like, bro, did you see Turning Red? Movie of the year, dog. Shit is just so fire. It's so good. That would be when I would be wondering about your taste in movies. Actually, I don't care about people's taste in movies. I don't care. You know, people who like Marvel, whatever, you know what? It's fine. Just just like that shit. It's all good. It all means nothing. I can... uh, It's fine. I feel like people are being... Since the Batman, I feel like people are being honest about what they like again a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and I say that one because I see all kinds of people just being like, I can't predict who likes or dislikes that movie. 
Yeah. Um, and it none, yeah, none of it matters. Your, your taste is, it's whatever. We for you know for years our favorite musicians like me. I'd be the type where I'm the like leader of the best new metal band in the world or whatever. And they go to interview me, and it's like, well, what are you into? And I'd be like, I'm into corn and Slipknot and Deftones. But in reality, they're always like, oh, I listen to like Hank Williams and Bach, and I'm like, what? Right. What? Right. So, yeah. No, this shit just doesn't matter. People just like what they like, and I'm a I'm a big advocate of that. Like whatever you like. Yeah, like whatever you like. The trailer for the new Thor movie came out, and I didn't watch it. And it's just, it's wonderful. It, it just exists, and, you know, I'm glad it makes some people happy. It's completely unoffensive to me, because I think that, I think Taika Waititi is good. I think he's got skill. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a threesome with Rita Ora and Tessa Thompson, so he's always got my respect. <laughs> if I don't like his projects, but I uh, I did like fun. his Thor movie. I actually did yeah, like that one. I did too. Well, he did the new one too. He did the new Thor movie also. So, um, and I like uh, what we do in the shadows, the TV show. It's uh-huh. funny. It's it's genuinely funny. So, it's the only good thing to come out of New Zealand, which is otherwise a complete hell country. Uh, it yeah, lures you in. Much. It lures you in by being beautiful. Oh, Lord of the Rings was shot here. What a beautiful, wonderful country. And then you get there and it's ruled by this woman who looks like Mr. Skullhead from Animaniacs. And <laughs> she's like, all right, everybody. Um, it's time for your morning anal inspection. You gotta make sure that you're not getting too out of line because well, we don't want anybody to get sick. And I don't know. It's just Kiwis, man. I don't trust them. I don't trust them. I don't trust Kiwis. Mm-mm. Australians no. either. They can get it too. The entire country of Australia can see these hands. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Leave your house? Oh, you can <laughs> Australian comes to fight me, I'm just gonna start coughing. I don't know, I feel, oh, my chest, my chest. Oh, mate, oh. It's like, bro, you deal with enormous fucking spiders that come out of your toilet and kiss your butthole, but you can't, you're afraid of a little bug? Really? It just doesn't seem. Bizarre. They... If Steve Irwin was alive, he would be weeping for his country. Yeah, he'd be like, "This is a stra- This is a new strand of coronavirus. It's <laughs> never it's been just... seen in the state of Australia before. He's just... gonna go wrestle it to the ground with my teeth." Some dying old person is just baby bird feeding him yogurt. He's like, <laughs> "I'm gonna contract the coronavirus." <laughs> Oh, I'm oh, not good man. at accents. I wish I could do accents. Accents? So I've been wondering uh, 
my approach, and I'll probably take a scattered approach the way I do everything, you know, uh, have some <laughs> variety, but, um... Oh my god, Gus. He's climbing at the bottom of a chair, and he's, like, upside down somehow. Bro. <laughs> Dude, you're trapped. You're completely trapped. Here. I should have taken a picture, but I, I don't want to be one of those parents who like kids in distress. And well, you, were, I'm sorry, I had to save your life, bro. You do start to understand some of that, though, right? Like whenever sure. you're like, why are you, why are you recording your kid? It's like well, he does this shit every day. <laughs> oh no, I record him all the time. I just don't want him to be where he's in. He's potentially gonna face plant on the floor, and I'm like. <laughs> This is going to get me 10 likes on Twitter. <laughs> he flies through the sky. Ugh. It's cute though. He's uh, obsessed with my Taz cam because he sees me on it. So he's always walking around the, well not walking, he's crawl around the house with the Taz cam and he'll be like talking into it. He'll be like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> That's cute. Today on Agitator Junior, we're gonna rank the hotness of the Sesame Street Muppets. <laughs> He's doing this. You hear that fake laugh that he does? Oh, it's like a panic, but he has started fake laughing though. He started going like, oh. "Hey, hey, 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 hey! What are you doing?" You're crazy, bro. You ever, uh, you ever see that South Park episode where Ike, um, because he's Canadian, he uh, puberty early or whatever, mm. and all of a sudden he's like three or something, and he's like growing facial hair, and he's all talking about he's watching Yoga Gabba, and he's like, I don't, I don't know the name of the bitch's name, but like the chick, uh. Gabba Gabba or whatever they're called. Mm -hmm. He's like, but she has some good strange. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is South Park still funny? Uh, I don't think so. No. No, like they kind of got lib tarted out, like majorly. Sort of, yeah. Kind of very back and forth. It's like they couldn't commit to something, right? Because uh. There be some episodes that are just like, yeah, real libtarded, and then some that are like, what do y'all like? They they play it safe, like. Well, I just think they got too political. Like South Park didn't always just have to comment on everything, you know. Right. And then they kind of backed themselves into the corner of like that is what they do on the show, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, it just stopped being funny. Right. Talking about politics is such a waste of time. Such a waste of time. There was one where uh, Randy and Towley get high and like um, kill. They they misinterpret the vegan the point of veganism, and they like see the cows as like a problem. So like like the problem with burgers is that it's made of cows, and so cows are bad or whatever. And right. like they get high and just start blasting a bunch of cows, thinking they're being good vegans. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That one had me dying. 
That is funny. Where are your fucking hand wipes? There we go. But yeah, no, I've been thinking about voices and stuff, and uh, cause you know, I'm trying to get into voice work, uh, seeking agents and stuff, and um, I'm like, do I? I should probably practice some other voices just besides my own, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, they do look for specific. Like I was researching different agencies, and they they look for specific, unique voices, you know, because they're like, you know, yeah, we already have people who can do this kind of voice and that kind of voice. You know, we want to represent a variety of voices and you know get everybody work. And I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so I've been trying to put together this demo reel uh, going through like pre-existing, like familiar characters who just kind of like who I kind of naturally sound like to put together this demo reel. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I've got a lot of monologues on it. Uh, thought it'd be fun to share one here as like a teaser. Do you think? Let me think of which one is most agitator appropriate. Uh, so I could do Uncle Ruckus from the Boondocks, which is kind of an anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could do Martin Luther King Jr. That, but that that's <laughs> that's got some uh, that's got some anti-Asian sentiments in that one though. Uh, right. Uh, I could do like Donkey from Shrek. Uh, there's kind of a divert, you know. It's it's, it's I never know. I didn't realize so how all many the voices you like, can, you know? all the voices you can do are black people. Well, here, here, I can do, I'll do Griffith's speech from Berserk. All right. Okay. I can, mm-hmm. All right, all right. Check this out. Check this out. Listen, listen, listen. Hey, mm-hmm. hey mm-hmm. check this out. Check this check out. it. <clears throat> While many can pursue their dreams in solitude, other dreams are like great storms blowing hundreds, even thousands of dreams apart in their wake. Dreams breathe life into men and can cage them in suffering. Men live and die by their dreams. But long after they have abandoned, they still smolder deep in men's hearts. Some see nothing more than life and death. They are dead, for they have no dreams. It is my perception that a true friend never relies on another's dream. A person with the potential to be my true friend must be able to find his reason for life without fingering my asshole. That's great. That's exactly, that's like verbatim what he says. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And that's that's like all they're looking for, right? They're like, we want exactly what is said here. We mm-hmm. just want you to say it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. I feel like uh, Grand Theft Auto has always had really good voice acting. Uh, I know that oh, Danny yeah. Brown was a voice in, I think, GTA Five. I think Danny Brown yeah, was on that one. In the, uh, uh, in like the casino DLC or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Harold Cartwright. Like, like uh, listen up, or you'll get a slap. I've heard you're a bit tasty. Oh yeah. No yeah. messing about. I'm the monkey, and you're the cheese grater. So don't fucking touch my balls. Damn, maybe I can do accents. That was fucking on point. That was great. Damn. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. God 
Damn. What is that? Cockney? That Cockney accent? No. It's that really cool British sounding one. Yeah. It just yeah, it just it's it's like the it's all the snatch and lock stock and two smoking barrels accent. Those movies were so dope. Guy Ritchie just should have kept making those. He should have made like fifteen of those shits. Where it's all British trash just killing each other and trying to sell drugs and shit. Because those movies were no joke, just fucking fantastic. The, those two. And Rockin' did you ever see Rock and Rolla? Rock and Rolla was pretty good, yeah. It was good, yeah. Yeah. It had Tom Hardy, had some good music in it. Um it was kind of billed as Guy Ritchie's return to form because he'd done that like swept, swept away and I don't know. He just, I think he did Sherlock Holmes, right? That was his uh, major yeah. bag alert. Was the Sherlock Holmes movies? Um, but yeah, he just should have kept making those because, like, uh, I remember in Snatch they had that character Bricktop, who's just this old dude. That was like one of the best characters in movies ever. I love that movie. Yeah. And then Brad Pitt. Every movie that makes like every director that makes Brad Pitt be just either super cool or totally retarded. Mm-hmm. Like they they know how to how to use his best abilities. Yeah. Yeah, he plays a good retard. Burn After Reading was a really good role for him. <laughs> That's also underrated. Like, yeah, that might be my favorite Coen Brothers movie. It's up there. It's a good one because it's completely pointless. Like the, yeah, the movie is totally retarded. <laughs> yeah, it has no point at all. They're just having fun. Those are the kind of movies that I want to see more of, where it's just filmmakers having a good time. But what am I into right now? I don't know. I'm I'm mostly just like writing my ass off. I've been. Uh, listening to just like really bad rave music but I dig it it's just mindless four what do they call it four on the floor I think that's right I've heard that term used before in house music so I think that's what I'm talking it's like four 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 boom 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 I think I don't know shit about music yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what any of it means. Even when I was making music, or uh, when I do dabble and make music, I just like I have my own retard hieroglyphics for what I know it means. But cause hey, I can you put a snap track on this? Can you put a little snap crackle pop on this. <laughs> hey, where are my Reese's puffs? Get the Reese's puff on the track. I've been uh. Yeah, can you make me sound like I'm in a bubble, but like on Mars, right? It's like, oh yeah, we can like, do oh, that. Yeah. Let, me, let me find that button for you real quick. Find the bu- Mars bubble button. Been drinking a lot of Coke Zero. It's good. Each can has 34 milligrams of caffeine in it, which is nice. I've been tweaking out too hard on these monsters, man. Just been waking up and chugging a monster. Just feeling like an animal. Well, I guess we're like a monster all day. <laughs> I've been drinking monsters, feeling like a something. I don't know. You know Some kind something, <laughs> something that just goes rage mode. <laughs> uh, they should make a they should make a word for what a monster energy makes you feel like. That's right. They should. Here, drink the rest of it. A few more sips. 
We're drinking some uh, organic pear mango and spinach pouch here. I just like imagined cool. you were feeding him a monster. <laughs> yeah, just one more drink sip. It. Chug that, chug that. One more sip. Kill it, pussy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he's got to rep the sponsor if he's, you know, if he's going to be a regular third chair yeah. on the show. Yep. We are brought to you by Monster Energy Drink. My one-year-old son's favorite drink. <laughs> it's crazy that he's one. It's crazy that a whole year has gone by. Time does a weird thing when you're a dad. And it feels like I can't remember anything before he was born but also that this year went by really fast so it's yeah. almost like when you have a kid you are reborn as well like y'all both start at zero once the kid is born i have mm-hmm. no past everything that happened before he was born doesn't feel like just doesn't feel like me i'm like oh god i i did like i you know how the phone will show you old pictures? It showed a picture of me at Stonehenge, and I was like, God damn. I don't remember that shit at all. I'm not even sure any of that happened. That looks like a much freer yeah, man happier. Who, gets a, who gets a lot more rest. And pussy. Yeah, exactly. Has a lot yeah. more sex, yeah. Yeah. I've been having some sex, though, bro. I've been, I've been having some... Sex with a capital S. I know, I just assume every time you text me that those are the only times that you'll do it. Uh, well, actually, that is true. <laughs> Maybe it's not as much as I think. Again, time is weird. But no, it, it's, been, it's, it's been a lot lately. Like, yeah, a lot lately. Since he's been born. Yeah. It's tough, you know, like when he's a baby baby, it's really tough. Now we can put him in his pack and play. We know that he's asleep at night and that he's not going to wake up. So you still have to do it like you're on a fucking mission, though. You have to just be like, I'll be out of my clothes in less than three seconds. Just be like, all right, let's go. And I've never, never had a problem with boners or anything. So like, I'll just already be up and up and at them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's time. When it's time to go, it's time to go. Isn't it crazy that there are dudes who have trouble getting boners? That's weird. It's insane. It, it's like, uh, I mean, it, it's probably the ones who, instead of listening to episode 38, uh, where we solve all of your mental health problems um, mm-hmm. they've just been on SSRI since they were like 15 that's gotta be it yeah it's gotta be some kind of chemical imbalance I definitely I feel bad for people who've been on SSRIs uh, because I just I can't I can't imagine I've like never taken any medication for whatever's wrong with me but I'm, I'm glad that I didn't they fuck you up. Like, I, yeah. I was uh, experimenting with stuff when I was 14 to 16, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get trying to get my mind correct. And, mm-hmm. uh, man, I hate that shit. Yeah, 
I, uh, I've taken Xanax a few times in party settings, and I've, I just didn't like it. I get freaked out when I can't feel anything. Like, I don't, I don't like numb feelings, because for me, booze isn't even a numbing thing at all. It's, it's, it enhances everything for me. Makes life crazy and fun. But, yeah, I've never liked weed or bars or anything like that, that that's going to dull sensation. It just feels too much to me like I'm underwater and I can't, I, can't, I can't get out of it. Yeah. I love the ritual of weed so much. Like, it just seems like a chill time, but which is how I can get suckered into it. But, like, I don't, I don't like being that relaxed. No. I don't like my body forcing me to relax. Right. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, all the, all the drugs that I took were like speedy stuff, RCs, uh, psychedelics, love psychedelics. I have no idea when I'm going to have the time to do psychedelics again. Never. Because... Yeah, Rios and I will be able to drop him off at my mom's and go on little three-day vacations places or whatever, like we did when we went to Dallas. That was a two-day vacation, but anyway. But I can't, I can't see using my free time to trip balls. You know what I mean? It's like psychedelics are always so far down the line of uh, you know, what I want to do with my free time now. But yeah. You really start to value that time. Because, like, I used to trip balls a lot. I used to get these uh, mushroom caps that were pink. It was, it was crazy. Uh, and I would just, you know, almost every weekend I would eat some. But I was kind of doing that to get to a place. I had a goal in mind with my mushroom usage from the beginning. It was never for me that I was going to have this fun time and trip out or whatever. I was, mm -hmm. you know, I was very serious about going on, going inward and like figuring out what was wrong with me and trying to fix that shit. And then once I did, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need to trip anymore. I'm good. I'm good. But yeah, it's a much more sacred uh, experience that way too. Yes. Yeah. Um, like I never like took mushrooms and just went to a party. That wasn't that wasn't my vibe at all. No, or the people who were like, oh, no, yeah, I knew Shroom has at parties, and they, mm -hmm. that's not the setting for it. No. It kept me away from Shrooms for a long time, because I was like, y'all look miserable. Oh, my buddy D was a fucking soldier about it. He could, he could eat all kinds of shit, and then go to a party and just, like, talk and have a good time, and I don't know. He used to have fun, but yeah, most people... I cannot imagine like that many people, that many teeth, that many sounds, and just you know trying to have a good time on that kind of shit. While every emotion that you've ever felt is starting to bubble up to the surface, and you're you know your emotions are taking on three-dimensional personalities. You're just like, oh fuck, I gotta go, I gotta bounce. I've always been a solitary drug taker that's young. I did that when I was taking speed and I dropped my car.
Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like uh, beating off in public, you know. There's nothing wrong with it, doing it in your car, but it's kind of weird to just whip it out at a party. What's even more cringe is the people who still do it. For the longest time, when I quit, you know, people would be like, are you too good for us or whatever? I'm like, well, I mean, kind of. Like, yeah, kind of, yeah. Not for you as a person, but just like... The whole thing, the whole vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's just not the vibe. Like, why, why can't you, you know, hold down a job and just grow up? Right. Oh, I'm talking about sex, and I want to have sex again. Not on the podcast. On the podcast. Well, there's nobody here to have sex with either. But she right. went to work. She was all grumpy. I'm gonna be like, when she gets home, I'm gonna be like, let me turn that frown upside down. <laughs> and then turn her upside down. Yep, and then turn her upside down. That's right. You ever, you ever seen that when dudes will like pick up a chick and like spin like do a standing 69? I remember I saw that when I was like 12 or 13 on the on the internet. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. That looks like it's going to be so much fun. I've never done that shit in my life. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, saw it? Uh, no, actually, <laughs> I've never seen anybody do that. <laughs> you know when your friend just like strips hey, bro. naked and flips and check, over? <laughs> check this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I can do. Dude, and we were all on acid while he was doing it. It was crazy. I saw the Ouroboros mandala of the universe fucking. It was crazy, bro. <laughs> Upside down titties, disgusting. Hate that shit. <laughs> it's like a like a Picasso painting. Yeah, it's like a Picasso painting. <laughs> it doesn't go there. Like when a stripper will get upside down on a pole, I'm like, oh, he looks so stupid. Stupid bitch. <laughs> Imagine a heckler at a strip joint. <laughs> you look dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are y'all doing throwing ones up there? You should be taking it back. I know. Save your money. She sucks. Your pussy is trash. I feel bad for Jewish uh, strip clubs. Always getting uh, pegged by quarters. <laughs> I was I was experimenting with that. I was like, is this still funny? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's still funny. It's still funny. I think shit is funny. I don't know. I, uh, I, a lot. I literally just think shit is funny. Like I'll see uh, 
all the time like there, there'll be tweets or something where I'm like I don't even I don't know what people would think of me if I interacted with this if I retweeted like they they'd be like what what was that I don't know I thought it was funny yeah I I often uh, find things on the internet that I think are really funny uh, that I just I can't I can't let my wife see that I think is funny you know you just send them to me I just send them to you I'm like dude this is fucking hilarious one thing that I did think was really funny that I didn't retweet today but it was uh, this picture from Fox News and it's this black dude with eyeliner and eyebrows and stuff and the the headline is uh, trans inmate impregnates two women in his first month in jail or whatever and I was like (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) That shit is so fucking funny to me. (laughs) I love that they did that. That that's such a you know the the trans thing whatever. I'm not gonna get into it. But it is funny that they're just like yeah, we'll put this person. Notice I said person. We'll put them in jail with women, even though she's got a penis. What could go wrong? And it's like you know, I get the whole thing you're like out in in the world and you want to be accepted and shit but you know that's prison is a weird one prison is accepted in prison i want to be with my fellow women yeah i just want to be with with my my fellow fellow lesbians with my fellow lesbians there you go but hey you know if it wasn't rape then i guess it's good overall everybody's happy at that point uh if if it wasn't rape that's, That's my take on every news story. I'm like, well, it wasn't rape, so, so, so it's this pretty is a good. good thing. Yep, it's pretty good. Fiery crash, 11 people dead. Hey, at least no one got raped. Nobody got raped. Well, you know, I don't, this is don't eat your fucking, don't, god damn it. They eat everything, bro. <laughs> they just put <laughs> They put everything in their mouth. Dude, what are you doing? Why would you do that? It's because he's a baby. Yeah. Because he's a precious little baby. That's right, son. That's right. Rowan's like four feet tall, so it's like really deceiving. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm always like, oh, that's right. You're you're not even three yet. Yeah, I know, bro. When I see pictures of him, it's, it's hard for me to believe that he's not even three. He just, he, he does look older. We went somewhere and, um, we went to some public thing. Maybe it was like a play center where somebody was trying to talk to him. And then they kind of looked at me like, why is your kid being weird? Mm-hmm. And then they were like, how old is he? I was like, he's about to turn three. They were like, oh, I could, I figured he had to be at least four or five. Like, yep. Yeah. That's why you thought he was retarded. Huh? Oh. Right. But he does, yeah. It's his face, I think. He, he doesn't really have... Well, he's, I mean, he's got a baby face, of course, because he's a baby. But, yeah, it just looks like... He looks like he's older, basically. Now you're trying to eat a thing of lotion. That's not going to turn out well for you. You're not going to like that. <laughs> I'm on that vibe right now. I'm on, like, you know... Rios will try to snatch him up for some stuff. For me, I'm just like, well, see how this plays out. You're not gonna like it, bro. Not gonna like it. 
And then, oh, I'm the bad guy because I let my son drink lotion. You're, you're always going to be the bad guy. I, I think mm -hmm. I've just I've just kind of settled into that role. Mm -hmm. You're the disciplinarian? Yeah. And it's hard being... Like, I don't know what the fuck to do as a dad. Like, because there's no... You don't have any natural nurturing qualities. Exactly. But trying to be a hands-on dad, it's like, uh, so do I... Should I smack him around? What should I do? Exactly. Uh, right. Yeah, no, exactly. It's it's tough to, to figure out what exactly to do. Because uh, you're right. Women do have a natural ability to take care of these things. And it just so happens the way that our work schedules lined out is that she's the one who has to go to an actual job which i'm trying bro i want to get her home so bad for for me and for her right i think she wants to be home i think it's just natural and correct for her to be home but also for for me because you know as a dude i went head first into being like you said a hands-on dad and uh i just need a little me time dude I mean, I see this kid 24 hours a day, and uh, yeah, I just need a little, just need to to go somewhere for a few hours every day, just to decompress, even if it is doing work, you know, I'll just be away from this environment for a while, and then I can, you know, start reading fantasy books and ignoring him, and, <laughs> and the cycle can repeat. Getting actually into cartoons. Yeah, like my dad fucking got into cartoons. <laughs> you start watching okay. Adventure Time and Gus is like, Sesame Street. You're like, shut up. Oh, Daddy's watching his cartoons. I'm trying to find out what's going on with Finn's dreams right now. I think that's why it always triggered me when grown men would be really into Funko Pops and toys and cartoons because it would just remind me of my dad and how... You know, like when you're a kid, you don't want your dad to be. Well, I guess it's fine if your dad's into cartoons and shit, but you don't you don't want him to be into cartoons more than he's into being a father. You know what I mean? So I just always got triggered by that shit. But now I don't. I just I, I saw a picture of a guy with all of his Funko Pops the other day, and I felt nothing. I was like, cool, bro. If that makes you happy, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had that collector, probably because I grew up poor. <laughs> I just never yeah. had that collector mindset. Yeah, same, like, dude. Yeah, same, there, same. There's nothing I'm into in that way. Yeah, my mom, every time we go to the store, I'd be like, hey, can I can I have this? She'd be like, no. No, we don't have the money. But I used to think, like, just the most basic action figures, like a, you know, a fucking little R2-D2 uh, miniature. I used to think those had to be like expensive as hell because like once a month my mom would be like, all right, pick one out to put on layaway. <laughs> all right. Well, in about a month, I'm going to get that R2-D2. to have that R2-D2. That's funny. Grow up yeah. in like $10. Yeah, mom just wouldn't. Mom was just very money conscious, you know. She had to, you know, she had three kids. She had to be watching her uh, dollars and cents. And my dad was, you know, supporting an entire other family somewhere else, so, that we didn't know about, so, I had to make sure that that money was, his money wasn't really available. 
That's wild. It is wild. Yeah. He claimed, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I forgot I'm talking on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should just shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'll just shut the fuck up for now. But, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, he's got two other sons, and, I mean, that was happening. What do you think? I mean, like, somebody does some fucked up shit. Now, this would have been years ago now. This would have been almost 20 years ago. Is it still fair to bring that shit up, or should I, or should I not? Um, I don't, I've never been a believer in, like, time heals. Mm. It's just kind of, uh, because, well, especially because my mom's family is a lot like that, right? Like, and she doesn't talk to her mom anymore at all and hasn't for years. And I'm proud of her for it because they, like... There was never any kind of even uh, attempt at resolving things from the past. It was always like, why are you still bringing that shit up? Blah, blah, blah. That was so long ago. Mm -hmm. It's like you never, like, there was never any kind of healing from it, like, or even acknowledging of it. And especially, like, I can just imagine what it does to, to a kid, you know? And. Like, any of my shit with my parents, we have hashed out and mm-hmm. gotten over. And now if my dad brings something up, I'm like, God, quit apologizing. We've talked about it. It's cool. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's the thing. Like, you just said, apologizing. Like, my, my dad never has, ever. My dad did the, you know, uh, what's that song with Shaggy? The, it, wasn't, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> or uh, if you get caught, deny that that one Y song. Uh, yep. He's just you know, it's always like deflection or, you know, or he just straight up just won't. But I've never heard the words like, "Oh, I'm sorry that I did all that," you know, because I think again in his brain, he had me really, or my mom and him had me, really young, like seventeen. And I think that he feels uh, like my existence, I think, makes him a little resentful to this day, you know, because I don't think he was planning on staying with my mom. Uh, But then I came along and I kind of like tethered him to this one spot. And I think that he just yeah, I think he had just different plans for for his life. So I think that like him apologizing for stuff that is just like objectively fucked up to do he doesn't see it that way because he's like well but you were born so kind of your fault if you think about it (laughs) (laughs) and I guess he has a point there yeah Yeah, it's like well touche yeah I was born (laughs) I guess you got me yeah this is this is why dad's no bad yeah right but whatever man it's fine I'm just all you feel how you feel is really at the end of the day yeah um I'm just a little irritated that he hasn't come to visit the kid you know what I mean I'm irritated at him about that I'm irritated at my brother about that I'm just like neither of those fools like just really even seem to care and uh 
I get offended on my son's behalf. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't know one way or the other. But, but I do. Yeah, that's, uh, there's a lot of reasons that I don't fuck with, um, one pair of grandparents that I have, but one major one is that they, uh, never really cared about Rowan and, mm-hmm. like, it, it's just, like, uh, you know, once a year, acknowledge his existence and be like, how's he doing? Oh, the kid whose birthday you missed, you didn't ask about around Christmas, you came mm-hmm. to see for a photo op in the hospital and then didn't, you know, Bro, the any photo further. ops, those things, my dad does that, dude. The photo ops. When he came for Christmas, he, like, showed up, he took a selfie with Gus, and then he left. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? And then I see the fucking the selfie on the on the group chat with you know my grandma, his mom, and I'm like, what are you doing, man? Really? Yeah, yeah. They'll always be like, proud grandpa, proud grandpa. You like if you were proud grandpa, you'd like come take him off my hands for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of people in my f- my family's fucking weird, man. They're fucking weird. My family, everybody on my dad's side is like very cagey and self-absorbed, and just doesn't like. I haven't talked to one of my aunts in like 15 years. Just haven't even talked to her, you know. And uh, actually, two of my aunts I don't really talk to at all. And it's just yeah, it's just really bizarre when I see you know my wife's family and this is like kind of a Mexican thing but it's you know everybody's different so it's not I can't broadly generalize 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 yeah about Mexicans but uh like they're extremely close everybody's close and it's a big ass family but everybody is involved with everybody from the great grandmas down to the second cousin nieces whatever you know they get together they have family time people call each other they facetime whatever whatever and like for me it's like i talk to my mom and that's about it yeah a lot of erica's family is like that with each other but she there i haven't met i haven't even met most of them because uh she's just the type to be like um it's one thing to like accept people's shortcomings you know and but it's another to like be fucked over by family and shit Mm -hmm. and like just totally disrespected and then still be expected to like give a shit mm-hmm. like well it's family like well y'all are kind of shitty so boy just fell asleep boy fell asleep on my chest while I was talking so he's asleep I'm free he's like oh soothing release yeah. this this therapy is just lulling mm-hmm. me to sleep yeah, and see, this is the thing. It's like, we talked about therapy last time. What would therapy even do? 
I just talked about all my issues. I don't feel any better. <laughs> didn't, re didn't resolve anything. Yeah, I and haven't it, helped you at all. I, in I fact, don't. I feel a little worse. Like everything is just better when you know when my dad does call. If I just I just pretend. It's like, hey, what's up? How's it going? You just act like everything's okay, and then everything's pretty much okay. You know. It's when I start to dig deep into the past and the resentments and the hurts and all that kind of stuff. It just makes everything worse. You just start getting bitter about it. And at the end of the day, it's like, he's not gonna change. He's 50 something years old, you know? I mean, he's, at that point, you're pretty locked in. Your personality is not gonna, is not gonna be different after that, you know? Yeah, you just like, you don't bring that shit up around that's all it takes is just accepting like you're not mm -hmm. pretending with yourself you're not lying to yourself about it, everything but you accept that there is going to be no change and then it's just then it's just up to you do you mm -hmm. you know continue having a relationship with them or not In whatever in whatever capacity that means, you know, with the the knowledge that it's never going to be like a this open and totally honest thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. I, don't know. I um. What else have I been doing this week? I don't know. It's been kind of a trying to think if I like watched anything good or I don't know it's just kind of been like a regular oh I beat Elden Ring that's big news that's right that's huge that's fucking huge 83 hours it took I beat that shit um I see I see this stuff on Twitter all the time and it cracks me up because people talk about how toxic the the FromSoft fanboy culture is, you know? And you'll always see these tweets that are saying, oh, f the FromSoft fanboys are furious with me because I use magic. Well, that's a way that it's supposed to be beaten. And I have literally never seen anybody care how you beat those games at all. Nobody no. gives a shit. Like, I called, we're gonna have them on the show at one point, but I called, uh, I just hit Ren up in the DMs, Liminal Bird, and, uh, -huh. uh I was like, hey, bro, can you help me beat this last boss? And he was like, sure, yeah. You want to call me or what? And so I called him, and we couldn't get the co-op to work, but uh, he basically just talked me through it. He's like, okay, what you want to do, you want to make sure you have your flask upgraded more. Uh, you want to go find this talisman. Here's where it's at. That'll protect you from holy damage. And sure enough, like I did all those things, and then I was, I was good. <clears throat> but that's actually the way that the quote-unquote toxic masculine fanboys work on Dark Souls and Elden Ring and shit like that. It's like this image of this like angry male gamer, but the truth of it is, it's like, you need help? I can help you out. Because that's, that's what men actually do. See, women uh, like to project how they are onto things. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. men are actually just like, see men, it's so simple. If you fuck up, it's immediate with men. And they'll fight, they'll get it out of their system, and then it's good again. But otherwise, men just, men like helping each other. It's a very masculine thing. 
because that same impulse that women uh, whine about hating so much, like the mansplaining, all that is is just men love sharing. Like we love to share shit. We don't like to yeah, share our, mo- like our money. <laughs> no, <laughs> hell no. We don't like to share our money, but we'll we'll. But even that, I mean, like if it's like if you know somebody if somebody close to me needs money, I love lending people money. I love it. I'm like, oh, what? You need like 200 bucks? Fuck yeah, let's go. I got you. If I have it, right? If I don't have it, then obviously that's a different story. But, but no, men love to help and support each other. And it's, it's, really, it's really beautiful. Yeah, it's actually the opposite of that like uh, Little Rascals scene where they're like, boys stick up for themselves. Girls share. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. No, I don't think so at all. I think that every every man I've known who hasn't been a big, like, big on helping has been extremely feminine in nature. You know, every every masculine dude who's like a, you know, who works like HVAC or trims trees or, you know, or it doesn't even have to be that masculine of a job. It's just like, you know, somebody who works in IT or something like that. Somebody who is a kind of self-actualized male, I, I know that there are people I could call, I could get them to you know, come over and help me with anything, anything that I need. I would just have to call, be like, yo, can you pull up and help me, I don't know, fix this fucking sagging awning in my backyard? And they'd be like, oh yeah, sure. Like this weekend, next weekend, like, like when do you need me to come out? Yeah, and with the From Soft games, those are actually like kind of part of the design. And so people will cooperate, like talk to each other about mm-hmm. how to make it through. They're so hard that you have to reach out and be like, how the fuck do you make it past this part? Yeah, that's what people don't get is that like a lot of this shit for an average gamer like me, it's like it's only beatable if you get help. Like you have to engage with the with the co-op i when i beat the game i say i beat the game i summoned uh some i think it was a girl actually named salvia it was a girl character with a girl name so i'm just gonna say it's a girl (laughs) so it's probably a dude (laughs) so it's probably a dude right (laughs) but he she whatever was really fucking good and they had this badass spell that was just like i had gotten pretty good at fighting the first phase of the battle against uh Radagon, I got to the point where I could take him out solo. But once I got Salvia in there, we were done with Radagon in like 30 seconds because I was doing my thing and she was blasting him with this like Scarlet Rot spell from a far way away. And so I was like, that's a fucking wrap. And then I was like, okay, I'm not going to be fucking lazy. I'm going to try to fight like Elden Beast with her. And I got, I got maybe like seven or eight licks in, but it was mostly her. And then it was mostly me just like running for my fucking life away from these laser beams and shit. <laughs> uh, but it worked, you know, like I would run up, hit the bad guy. The bad guy would be focused on me. I'd be like trying to dodge and, and basically not die. And she'd be conjuring one of those big ass blasts of, of spell that would take out a decent amount of his health. It was so, it was beautiful. I was so fucking happy. When I was done, I was just, I kind of whispered. I was like, I fucking beat the game. Fucking, fucking beat the game. <laughs> but yeah, it was dope. Now I'm gonna go back and 
at some point. I'm not going to play it for a while because i got to finish this book. But I'm going to go back and try to do all the shit, shit that I didn't do the first go through. Because there's like bosses I didn't beat and, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, that's me. I'm like an experience whore. So I'm just like, I'll run into an area. When I started watching, when it got to the point of getting so hard that I started looking up uh, videos and shit. Mm-hmm. I saw people just running past enemies, and I was like, "Oh, you could just not fight people." Oh yeah, yeah. You don't have to like, fight. yeah. I fight like everybody I come in contact with, and then when you that's die and they they all respawn, it's like fuck. No, that's my you. that's my my strategy is actually to if I'm at a site of Lost Grace or a bonfire in Dark Souls uh, terminology, I. Um, I'll actually go from one and I'll just run until I find the next one and then I go back and I fill it in. You see what I mean? Like so yeah, I have I the, the the two points. That's my strategy basically cuz that way I won't like beat my head against the wall like and also I have a vantage point where if I start from one and then I die close to the second, I have a place I can go get my my runes real quick, you know, without having to try to run back through everybody. Um but uh, yeah, no, it's a fucking, it's a great game. I'm really happy that it exists. I, uh, but I do, I do need to write. <laughs> Where I'm at now, with the kid, and I'm, you know, still editing. I'm just still having to make money of my own, which is fucking stupid. Um, with all that, I, you know. I have about two hours in a day to like really do so. like we're talking right now and Gus is asleep so I do use some of this time to record podcasts whatever but if I want to get a book written I gotta I gotta use that hour and a half to write instead of play Elden Ring yeah yeah and it it does feel better to having people interact with our shit now where it is like it, it doesn't feel like you have to talk yourself into writing as much as, like, before it felt like for me, sitting down sometimes and be like, oh, why am I doing this again? Right. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. That's it. And, but that also goes back to this idea we have of trying to do the coolest shit you can possibly do. I think that helps, too, because... I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain because... Some people who maybe don't write might have a hard time figuring out why on earth you ever spend any time writing something that you don't even like. But, you know, you have an idea for a book, and then there's all this shit that you have to fill in to kind of get to, like, the three or four cool things you want to do with the book. Mm -hmm. And that's where the block comes in, you know. I want to tell this story, but... In order to get there, I have to do 15 things that I didn't plan for, that don't excite me, whatever, whatever, whatever. And again, seems really basic. Seems like anybody can figure this out, but it took me about 10 years. It turns out if you just are constantly trying to do cool shit and have no idea where it's gonna go, it works a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Which is somewhere, it's like the step up from what I was doing with uh, letting out the devils, which is where like 
if I'm if I don't think it's interesting, I'm just not gonna write it. That's and it, right? Yeah, that's where we were at, right? That's why the books are so short and so spare. Because letting out the devils or black gum or whatever could be 200 page books, but it would be a shitload of filler that we just don't care about, you know, to just kind of pad the whole thing out and. You know, now he's going to, now our narrator goes here and then here, and that's how he gets to here. And we just straight up cut out all the, the middle parts. And you end up with a <laughs> twelve to 15,000 word novella by doing that. Mm-hmm. It's like, but th well, there needs to be more with the, you know, wife character and her father. He just shows up in one random chapter at the end. It's like, yeah, that's it. That's all. I didn't. I don't want to do anything else with it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this one's going to be definitely long because, yeah, I'm writing like several thousand words and it's still the first scene. And I've never, we've talked about this on the show before, I've never understood how people could write big, thick books. And I figured out the answer. It's because they, they think what they're doing is interesting. Even if I don't. You know, they yeah, they think it's a it's lot of cool shit to them. Mm -hmm. And I just had to find out what that cool shit was to me, which is just like, I don't know. I, it's it's funny too because I'm, I'm not paying too much attention to the art or the poetry of the sentences anymore either, which used to be a real sticking point for me. I wanted every line to kind of be a banger. But I've found out that, because we know geniuses like David James Keaton or Cody Goodfellow who are so good that every line of theirs is a banger, but it's kind of, it doesn't work in their favor, unfortunately. So they have cult followings, of which, you know, we're a part of those cult followings. Uh -huh. But I've told, I've told Cody so many times, I'm like, dude, you need to like, I don't know jump off of a of a building and like give yourself brain damage or something you need to be a little bit more retarded and you will be the biggest author in the united states because he's so good he can write it so fast and like he's got a line in un-america where he says the moon was swollen like a bad tooth and nicotine yellow i mean that's that's banger, right? That's a fucking yeah. That's that's incredible. And Cody, I've seen him, right? I've been to his house. I've seen how he does it. He just sits down, opens up his laptop, and that shit starts flowing out of him. It's insane. So he's got the opposite problem of someone like me, you know, where he actually needs to learn how to how to just like tone it down a bit, you know. Right, because with because you have to have that cult following to reach that bit, like that's who you're talking to is that base that already exists mm. there's a uh, uh, Isaac Kirkman always used to um, tell me that it was like he used to like amp up my uh, my mainstream sensibilities which there aren't a lot of I think in our sphere I think Grant has the most mainstream sensibilities <laughs> yeah but but I I do have and it comes from like like I'm into pop shit I'm into like I'm into underground rap but like I listen to Lil Wayne all the time I listen to Kevin Gates all the time I listen to you know and uh Charlie XCX I grew up on Britney Spears like I've got pop sensibilities mm -hmm. um 
and you kind of have to like people do need some kind of entry point you know <laughs> yeah it's like, why is this person so slept on well because their stuff is kind of impenetrable to regular people right right and it just it all comes from I don't know yeah it's this real balance of straightforwardness and clarity and readability and then also the the poet the, like the guitar solos it's like a song basically mm-hmm. you can't you can have a song that's just a you know five minute guitar solo nobody's stopping you from doing that but there's a reason why that's never on the top of the charts exactly so I don't know I think it's uh it's I'm just in a good mood about all this I just realized that I'm almost out of vape juice and the kid just went down for a nap. That sucks. No, no, vape juice. I can't keep sucking the robot penis. I need to, I need to not even vape anymore. That's the last, that's the final frontier of my addictions. Once I get that out, I'll be completely addiction free. It's probably the hardest one. But I don't know. I thought alcohol would be the hardest one, to be honest. But it's less of a chemical addiction and more of a social one. So turned out to be not that hard at all. Yeah, you just stop hanging out with anybody and you don't have to drink anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Like, oh, what are you, an alcoholic? Have you tried just not drinking? Have you tried doing that? But it'll make my life miserable. Yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. What are you, a pussy? Mm-hmm. I, Me? Uh, definitely. I'm definitely a pussy. Yeah. That's okay, though. Yeah. That, that's why I'm here, to balance things out. Mm-hmm. 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 Bro, I know what you have true. not been doing is watching Atlanta. Nope. That's a, uh, I've been having to text Kazepis and Grant all about it. Because mm-hmm. nobody, um, I mean, you'll know what I'm talking about even without seeing the current season. Nobody knows how to talk about that show. Yeah. Well, I've heard that there are some episodes that are, that like don't even have the, main characters in them or something Uh uh-huh yeah yeah there's these like interlude episodes Mm -hmm. but it sounds tight i'll probably watch it when we hang up while he's napping i'll just catch up on atlanta the episodes are 30 minutes something like that yeah yeah they're short there's been five now Yeah. yeah i can catch up But it's just refreshing to have something that is unpredictable on modern day television. It's like I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Or they start bringing something up, some kind of social critique, and it's like I don't know what position they're gonna take on this. You there? 
Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is he doing? It was so quiet. Did you mute your your mic? No. I was like, is he doing that thing, or is it? <laughs> I just like to do it because I'm such a motor mouth. I like to just be quiet sometimes and see what Kelby will do. I'm like, uh, is anybody there? <laughs> well, it's unsettling because it's like a, it's like a presence <laughs> left the room. <laughs> it's like, Dave, David's not saying anything. Yeah. Is, is this thing on? Hello? That's how I know that I have real power. Is it when I stop talking? presence has left the room. My presence is a present. My presence is a present. Uh, I had a note written down because we were talking uh, last week or the other day or something. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, that would be so funny to uh, bring up on the pod. And I have no idea what the fuck it means. I can't remember in what context we were talking about a guy who was embarrassed of other dudes' uh, genitals being exposed. Oh no, that was a joke. That was a that we were we were joking around. We were having a good time, and we were talking about how a, if there was a guy who would get really really embarrassed whenever he'd see other dudes naked, so he would try to hide their penises by putting them in his mouth. <laughs> so he'd be like, bro, bro, cover up. You gotta keep this covered. I got so many times he sees it, he's just, you know, it, it has to disappear. <laughs> but he thinks he's like doing his friends a favor by swallowing their penises. <laughs> that is hilarious. It's pretty funny. I thought it was pretty funny. Alright. I'm gonna call this one at an hour and thirty. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, sounds All right. good. We'll be back next week with more tales from Agitator with no Japanese movies, and then the week after that we'll be doing Metal Gear. So then we'll be back oh, on. Yeah. We talked Gear. about Elden Ring. We we wrapped up Elden Ring. Oh, that's true. That's Japanese, yeah. right? We'll call this episode Elden Ring, even though we only talked about it for like three minutes. <laughs> That's just like every episode. <laughs> what are you talking pretty, about? Pretty much. See, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like we have these episodes, and I'm like, oh, man, we don't have a movie that we're talking about. But we, on the actual show, it's usually like, what did you think, Kelby? You're like, that shit was dope. And I'm like, yep. So anyway, uh, social justice is a, is a cancer. We <laughs> just talk about like, other shit for a while. But we don't talk about that shit anymore. We don't talk about that shit anymore. Social yeah, what? Social we what? Finished. We wrapped up. Social huh? We're putting nails in coffins. What the? What? What? Woke? Woke? What is? What is that? Yeah, I'm awake. I'm Thank awake. you for asking. I woke. I woke. I woke. Up. <laughs> I woke. <laughs> I woke. <laughs> People started talking about woke. I'm just gonna start talking like a baby I'm just gonna be like hey, yeah, my mind, I, know I, I work, work. I work I work triangle triangle <laughs> <laughs>
Dude, how freaked out would people be if they were, you know? And the reason why I'm oppressed, and then you were just like, this is a squail. <laughs> Elmo, Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> that we've always been on to something being just running parallel with full retards mm -hmm. oh there's something, something there's, to it alright there's something to it there's something to it they've got it figured out we used to when I worked at Safeway the baggers would have down syndrome they were cool man they were chill they just love ladies they love the ladies. <laughs> that that that's always the thing here at the Kroger too. Like mm -hmm. the dude with Downs is like he's always staring at chicks' ass. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! I was at the post office yesterday dropping off my taxes because TurboTax uh, and the IRS are fucking dumbass bitches who can't seem to. It's like, at the end of it, I gotta type in my AGI, what I made last year, and they have it on file, and I type in the correct number, but they're like, oh, there's something, something's wrong, you gotta mail it in. So I had to do it last year, and I had to do it this year, too. Anyway, I'm at the post office, and I'm mailing shit out, and the guy behind the counter is, like, talking to the, the people who are in line before me. Like, they go up to the counter... It'd be like, you know, blonde chick. Not really hot, but like, you know, wearing kind of slutty clothes or whatever. And he'd be like, oh, you mailing this out? Where you going on vacation? You taking a vacation? Psh, I'm jealous. I want to take a vacation. And then, you know, the next woman walks up, Asian chick. He's like, he's like, oh, it's a big package. Where's this? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, hey, I like your sunglasses. Blah, blah, all this kind of shit. And then I walk up to the register and he's like, what's up, bro? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, man, I understand. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I love straight guys. Yeah. They're just so uh so easy, man. Just easy to easy to understand. That's how that's how I like things, you know. Simple. Because, yeah, men, men, straight men don't feel the need also to, like, make small talk with each other if they can't think of anything interesting. Like, sometimes they'll try. Be like, so you watch the game? But I don't watch games, so I'll be like, nah, I don't really watch football. And then we will stand in silence for 15 minutes until whatever we need to get done is done. Yeah, it's either that or you have, like, a, somebody who, like, is going to talk like you know they can't help it and uh so there's there's nothing innocuous that you can like find common ground on so they'll just be like yeah man i think there's microchips in the vaccine you know <laughs> I love i'm just like people. oh bet here we go i, I just met shit. you this is awesome i love that shit people are uh when you go out into the real world that's how most people think about shit that's what's really funny is that my uh, the the way that I think when I try to talk to people who have educations and shit? Oh, that's you know that's nonsense. But I just speak the language of the people, because I could start saying shit about you know Nazi 
secret Nazi bases in Antarctica, and they'll be like, oh, word? God damn. There's still Nazis out there, huh? Like, yep, they're in Antarctica, doing experiments on twins. It's crazy. Like, Trying to yeah, make a super that would race. make sense why they won't allow you to travel there. Exactly. I'll be like, look at the flight registry, bro. Everybody goes around Antarctica. Why? Why? Why can't you just fly over that shit? Yeah, what it's are you hiding? That used to be Hyperborea, which was a white paradise where beautiful Caucasian people had a perfect society. Until... Until minorities showed up. <laughs> and then they were like, we gotta stop people flying here. No, because then, then they'll be like, then they'll be like, because, you know, it'll be like, a, in my mind, it's a black guy I'm talking to. And they'll be like, nah, fool, you got it wrong. See, the white people are the devil. We, we was kings. We was kings. And then y'all came around and brought your little white devil bullshit. I'll be like, no, 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 no. You guys commit all the crimes. <laughs> <laughs> This is a this is a real conversation, by the way. This is a real thing. This is they won't they won't punch you or get offended or anything. They'll just be like, "Oh, this white guy, he knows what's up. We do commit all the crimes. We do be doing that shit." <laughs> just smile, just smile. Yeah, yeah. You got me dude. on that one. Oh man, if I ever met a black dude who was like. I mean, yeah, we do do a lot of crimes. <laughs> It'll be like my favorite person ever. Like, you're all right, man. That was always my, my thing, working with Marcus on like really long days when I was super bored, uh, trying to pass the time. Like, my favorite thing was trying to get him to cop to some of the most like racist shit. Mm -hmm. He'd be like, Bro, I know my dad. Like, I just got off the phone with my dad. Like, yeah, but do you really know your dad? Like, <laughs> oh, that shit's so funny. And then he could turn around and be like, "So, did you do anything gay with your other white friends today?" And you have to be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did say some gay shit." Laughing about uh, the small penis Bible. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, what exactly is funny about that? <laughs> I, I, I can't. Well, I can't. It's funny because we're talking about each other's penises. Right. That 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 sounds kind of gay to me. That will forever be a mystery to black men. Why white men are always joking about each other's penises. It, it, that's a very white thing. I don't understand it. It's biological. It's just it is biological. We just do the white shit. side of me think thinks mm -hmm. that's hilarious. It's because we was kings. We was kings. <laughs> Measuring each other's dicks. That's right. All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. All right. Be easy. Uh, yeah, later.